Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Globalnews.ca, I read this morning, and you'll see it as well. Senior military leaders went golfing with General Jonathan Vance amid military police probe. Now think about that. You've got senior military officials, generals, admirals, golfing with the former chief of defense staff who's being investigated by the military police uh, on, well, sexual misconduct issues. And he's not guilty. Uh, Nothing's been proven. But what's going on? Mercedes Stevenson um, is the reporter on this story, along with um, um, another global news reporter. What's happening with my story here? Amanda Connolly. And uh, Mercedes is, of course, the Ottawa bureau chief for global news and the host of the West Block. So, Mercedes, thanks for coming on. When I when I first saw this, I, nothing much surprises me much any longer, but when I read at the beginning of your report for Global News that the second-in-command of the Canadian Armed Forces, as well as the head of the Royal Canadian Navy, went golfing with former Chief of Defence Staff Jonathan Vance this past week, I was, let's say, at the least surprised. This crosses so many boundaries. Share with us what you found out, please. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Roy. Um, I heard about this from a source yesterday who contacted me, um, and they were really upset about it. Um, and this this is not a, a woman who's a victim of sexual misconduct in the military. This is um, somebody relatively senior who has been involved in trying to root it out, um, and it is a man. And, and he said, you know, how, how are women supposed to come forward in this environment? This is why I am talking to you about what's happening. This is why I'm calling you. Um, And I managed to verify that the information that was provided to me was, in fact, correct. It was factual. This had happened. Um, And what it is is that there is a a military-only golf course in Ottawa. It's on uh, Uplands, which is a former Air Force base here. And what we found out is that the vice chief of the defense staff, who is the second in command in the the entire uh, Canadian Armed Forces, and the head of the Navy both went golfing with John Vance. Now, there's there's a few things that are problematic here. Number one, as you pointed out, um, it crosses a lot of boundaries. It it sends a message to victims, and I can tell you that I've been hearing from victims today uh, who are very upset by this, that if you report a senior leader um, and they are under investigation by the police, or in this case, a very recently retired senior leader who came under investigation before he was actually retired, um, that they will continue to associate socially with other senior leaders instead of being, um, you know, allowed to have the investigation unfold. And I'm being told behind closed doors the explanation that was given was essentially uh, that there was concerns about, you know, General Vance being isolated in his mental health, and I can certainly understand all of those concerns. But the message that it sends to women and men who are coming forward is that the senior leadership does not take their complaints, their concerns, their victimization uh, at the hands of senior ranks as seriously as essentially maintaining their network. On top of that, the second-in-command, who's the vice chief, uh, General Rulo, is who the military police report to. So you have the boss of the boss for the military police out golfing with somebody under military police investigation. And one of the big concerns about the military police is the fact that the chain of command can actually get involved and recommend for or against charges. So 
what message does that send? And, you know, in the case of um, Kelly Brennan, Major Kelly Brennan, who's the woman who made the allegations or made one of the sets of allegations against General Vance, there is more than one complainant uh, against General Vance. She had said that General Vance told her that he was untouchable and he controlled the military police. So you look at the optics here of the person who the military police report to who has the power to recommend charges out golfing with someone under investigation by the military police who has allegedly made those comments, um, it's obviously deeply concerning for people who are trying to root this out in the Canadian Armed Forces. It's mind-boggling that they would actually feel that they could do this, that it would be all right to do this, and to assume, I suppose, that everyone would think, well, they're only talking about golf. They're not talking about anything else. Whether or not they would have talked about the particular case or the investigation or what's going on is it's significant, but it's the visual. The fact that this information comes out now compromises so many, so many, uh, so many approaches, so many significant aspects of this. How do you believe any longer in objectivity, as, as you say, and as Major Kelly Brennan told you, and you're just doing amazing work, Mercedes, on this on this development because it's 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 so important nationally. As Major Kelly Brennan said, the General Vance told her he's untouchable, so he's now playing golf with the second in command to whom the military police report. Boy, <laughs> the words fail me. It, it's and that's that's. Uh, the exact words I got from one of the victims. Words fail me. And, and in the case of, um, you know, the head of the Navy, think about who the other most sort of um, prominent uh, victim has been, and that is um, Naval Lieutenant Heather McDonald. Yes. She came forward and made allegations against the current chief of the defense staff who was under military police investigation for sexual assault. So if you have the head of the Navy publicly saying, um, you know, I believe victims and I support them, but privately golfing with somebody who's been accused of sexual misconduct, um, I can tell you I've talked to a lot of naval officers today who are really questioning how they're supposed to trust the chain of command to take things seriously. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's sort of this interesting aspect to me that they went out golfing together at a military golf course. If there's one place they were likely to be recognized, they picked it, which is an odd decision. You add then, though, on top of that, that they essentially cleared the golf course. They had people ahead them, ahead of them and behind them making sure nobody saw them. But, of course, they were recognized. I mean, these are three of the most prominent people in the Canadian military and a former CDS uh, who's retired among them. Of course, people knew who they were. So it's sort of this odd thing where, on the one hand, they're being very blatant about going out golfing, uh, which would seem to indicate they don't think they're doing anything wrong. Yet, on the other hand, they clearly don't want people to see them. So they've got people making sure that they're kind of scouting out ahead to not be seen. So on some level, they have to know this is not maybe a great idea. Um, and it, it just really is mind-boggling that in the current environment, um, this is the feeling that this was this was acceptable, this was okay, um, and, and that there would not be any kind of fallout from it. It really sounds like they believe that they're untouchable, that if you have, I mean, you, you described what happened on the golf course. You described that the course in front of them and the course behind them was kept clear. The individuals involved 
They know what's happening in, as far as the military investigation is concerned. They understand the dynamics. So the untouchable word, we feel we're untouchable. That really comes to mind here. What about the, what about the defense minister, Mr. Sajjan? What's he saying? Yeah, he's not happy about this. Um, he's officially released a statement, a statement uh, which we got yesterday, in which he said that he did not know this had happened until media inquiries rolled in from Global News and the Globe and Mail asking questions. Uh, he described it as as being, you know, deeply, deeply problematic, and that they are looking at next steps in terms of what needs to happen. And the exact words that he used were troubling and unacceptable. Um, and he's now talking to the acting chief of the defense staff about what should happen with these two generals. Uh, the military itself put out a statement, Department of National Defense, saying that they recognize the seriousness of this matter and that they, too, are waiting for next steps. Um, and we have a lot more questions that we're asking, like, did this golf game happen to take place during the work day? Um when, when they, you know, were allegedly at work? Was it on their private time? When were they doing this exactly? How were they doing it? Who booked the course for them? Was this military assistance that were doing that? Uh, there's a whole bunch of questions that we don't have answers yet uh, that we are going to continue to ask. But I am hearing the Prime Minister's office is furious. Uh, they don't understand how these um, senior military officials could not see the problem with this golf game. Um, and it'll be very interesting, I think, to, to wait and see sort of what these next steps are. And if there's not an apology letter forthcoming, um, I think that you could potentially see some consequences. I don't know what those look like, but it's very clear to me that the Prime Minister's office and members of Cabinet are very upset about this. Uh, Catherine McKenna was actually tweeting, Cabinet Minister, that this was unacceptable today, publicly, not privately messaging that. She publicly tweeted, that's unacceptable. Um, and so I know there are calls around that cabinet table for something to be done. Um, and I think that it's frankly coming as a shock to some of these senior military commanders. And it goes back to what we were talking about, the feelings that this is, you know, a bit of an old boys club at best, totally tone deaf at best, totally missing the fact that this has raised questions in victims' minds about whether there is going to be real change about whether the senior ranks do believe there's anything wrong or if they think this is all just a bad PR story that's unfair and going to go away. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 